You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice, the podcast. I'm so glad that you have decided to tune in today. I want to thank you uh, for hanging out with us and and I want to welcome you back. We've taken a bit of time off, uh, had some things come up that moved us around a bit, but we are back and just want to welcome you to the podcast. On today, I'm excited about sharing with you uh, during this time of pandemic proportions, this coronavirus, COVID-19, leaders have to lead. So I want to share a topic with you. So stay tuned. I want to deal with leading in unstable conditions. I want you to make sure that you're following us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. Make sure you like us there. Make sure you uh, turn your notifications on so that you can find out what we're doing. Uh, We have a lot of exciting things coming up for this second quarter and moving out throughout the rest of the year. And we want you to know about it first here, our uh, podcast audience. So make sure that you go there. You need information? Check us out at RodneyRPayne.com. That's where you can find out what's going on. And we're just super excited about uh, our opportunities to share with you and to add value to your life. Let's hop into this thing on today. I want to make sure that we have enough time to get to um, our desired outcome for today. In thinking about what's going on and watching the news at the time of this recording, uh, we are at uh, a, a global pandemic. We are struggling around the world. And these United States, uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 is running rampant. It's coming across the land. We have businesses who've been shut down, not because of their own doing or their own desire or poor management, but rather uh, government and officials have decided that it's best in order to contain this virus that we shut businesses down, that we uh, that we re- have social distancing, that we put ourselves in, in self-quarantine and and staying at home and, and doing all of these things. Uh, but that's a challenge just for an individual, let alone someone who is a leader of people, a leader of teams, a, an entrepreneur. Uh, how do you continue to lead with such unstable conditions? Because at this point, we have no idea how long this is going to last. When I think about our current conditions, I compare it to previous catastrophic events that have happened in the last two or three decades. And in every situation, the next day was the next day. We, we went from tragedy and calamity to recovery. So if you go back to 9-11, on 9-11, we had 9-11. Then 9-12 was a new day. And we started to recover and see what the future looked like from 9-11. Or if I think about uh, the May 3rd tornadoes in Oklahoma, May 4th was the next day. The tornado happened the day before, but now we're in a rebuilding mode. I think about April 19th in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, On the 20th of April, we begin to figure out where do we go from here. But in this situation, this pandemic, the curve is still going upward. We've not yet plateaued. So we really have no idea as to when or how the recovery Uh, what it even looks like or when it will begin. So as a leader, uh, what do you do in times like these? How do you lead in these unstable conditions? Well, today I want to give you five 
steps that you can take as a leader that will help you. And our, our hope is that this is additive to you and encourages you to stay the course in what you are doing. So the first thing I want to tell you is step one is establish the facts. Establish the facts. Uh, you got to establish the facts. What I mean by that is, is what's real versus rumor. When you have something going on that's out of your uh, sphere of control, uh, a lot of times you may not be an expert in what's going on. So you have to get a factual source. And so beyond just what you hear on the media, you can't allow yourself to be stifled by one stream of media. You really need to look across the board. And what you'll find is you'll find extreme on one side, extreme on the other side. But somewhere there will be some consistent facts on both sides. And when you find those consistencies, those become the median or the facts. So you've got to learn to uh, establish uh, the facts, meaning real versus rumor. And if you're going to establish facts, if you're going to do that, you have to understand facts require education. There, there's no way to have or receive or obtain or, or, or gain facts without taking time for education. So uh, you can't make decisions on things that you're unwilling to read, things you're unwilling to do. You've got to make sure that you are willing to invest in the process of establishing facts. And so uh, how much time are you willing to invest to improve your education in a given area? You can't lead based on rumor because rumors, as you know, change. Rumors are typically started by someone trying to garner support for a particular agenda or perspective. So as a leader, you can never stand on a foundation, a shaky foundation called rumors. You must have the foundation of facts, things that we know to be true. And sometimes the answers that you need may not avail themselves at the time you want them to. So sometimes the answer is we cannot make that decision yet. So step one, it's critical that we stop, take a moment and establish the facts. Uh, uh, step two, uh, after we establish facts, uh, it's really important as a leader for you to uh, reaffirm your belief system, reaffirm your belief system. See, every Every leader, every individual should have a belief system and, and, and the belief system, that's the sum total of your life experiences and whatever you have determined, good, bad, right, wrong, uh, is based on what you now believe as a result of what you've been through. And sometimes we have to adjust our belief system. Sometimes we have to modify and fix them. But as a leader, you must have a resolve that you know what you believe. Your teams will not follow you if you don't know where you're going. So you want to reaffirm personally your belief system. So it may be as, as, as simple or as, as, as elementary as let me go back and identify what my standard really is. Sometimes our standards can be grayed over time. We can, we can slide away from our center. We can, we can drift away from our core based on how we live life and decisions we make and choices we make. So it's important for us to go back and reaffirm our belief system. What is it that you really believe to be true and what guides your decision-making process? Um, so, so, so how you do that is you take time to understand um, when I'm going to make a decision, 
how do I determine what that decision is based on? For most businesses and entrepreneurs, uh, or, or if you're a pastor for ministries or, or, or leaders, your, your organization typically has what they call core values, or you know, what, what's the moral compass of the company? And so you need to go back and review what that is. I, my recommendation is that um, you never have a company uh, core value that exceeds your personal core value. So you ought to have a personal core value set up, core value system set up that guides you so that when you go to work for an employer or you go to work with a client, if those core values don't match, if the standard doesn't match, it's going to be nearly impossible for you to be effective in working with that within that infrastructure or with that client because you don't match as far as the the standards. I, I know that people say, well, you can work with somebody you don't agree with. I'm not saying about agreement, but there are some fundamental principles that are standards that are required for me to make decisions. And I can't work with someone who has a completely different standard because at some point the paycheck won't pay for the conflict. The paycheck will not overwrite the conflict that we have. So you got to make sure, leader, that you have some some a strong belief system with with standards. Now, now your standard is one part of your belief system, but then the other one is your why. Uh, uh, so so you've got to understand why do you do what you do. In, in, in reaffirming your belief system, you're, you're really saying, I've got to make certain that, that I'm on task, I'm on target, that my why is in sync. Uh, because if your why is not in sync, you will then begin to do things outside of your comfort zone, outside of your character, outside of your belief system that will bring conflict and understand whatever seeds you sow outside of your why, at some point there'll be a conflict later. They'll grow into a conflict for you because you'll have a conflict of interest. So, so in getting your standard and your why, you have to be careful to make sure that your why is always connected to your standard. Your why must always be connected to your standard because if you don't have agreement in your standard and your why, then you will have nothing to guide you in turbulent times. Uh, how you lead in the midst of unstable conditions is to have a reaffirmed belief system based on a strong standard and based on a strong why that are always connected. That's critical for us to, to understand in this process of leading in unstable conditions. So step one is to establish the facts and Step two is to reaffirm your belief system. And step three is to operate efficiently. When you are in unstable conditions, you don't have time to figure things out that are out of order. Uh, this is when we must put disciplines in place. We don't have time for just busy work. One of the things that I have had to do in my own experience during this particular time as a leader is I've had to to really segregate my time for the tasks that need to be accomplished in order to lead effectively in these unstable conditions. So there were things that I, I in previous times, perhaps I didn't have time, but I made time for, but now I cannot do that. I am not able uh, to, um, to, to do what I was doing before. I, I have to be efficient in my function. I have, I have to uh, not just do busy work, but rather I have to let my actions, I'm sorry, let my efforts uh, focus them to productivity. I have to focus my, my efforts to productivity. Uh, in this situation, you cannot lead uh, through these unstable conditions if, in fact, 
you are not focused on being productive. Uh, the, and, and the reason for that is in unstable conditions, remember this, unstable conditions are very volatile. Things are changing by the moment. You can't make long-term plans. You can't plan what you're doing three weeks from now for your plans may be changed in the next three hours or in the next two minutes. You never know. So you have to be very flexible and very nimble. So in doing that, you must focus uh, on your productivity. You don't have time to waste. You must function efficiently. And I mean by, by efficiently, I mean you've got to get the most out of your time. And, le- and when we talk about operating efficiently, let me say this. You must make sure that you get enough rest. In this type of an environment, you're going to need your, your mind to be sharp. And you're going to be called on to make decisions quickly. You're going to be called on to move around quickly. So in order to be at your best, you've got to focus on getting good rest. And I know that sounds uh, like it's something you can't do when you're so busy. And I get the fact that you're busy. But when you become efficient, there will be time that you'll have to take and set aside time to get your rest. If you don't get your rest, you cannot be as productive as you need to be. And so I want you to be intentional in operating efficiently. So step one. Focus on the facts and establish the facts, right? Uh, step two is reaffirm your belief system. Uh, and then step three is operate efficiently. And step four is to model expectancy. Leading in unstable times will require you to understand that you must model expectancy. And in order to model expectancy, you must have a mindset of expectancy. You must expect a good outcome. You must expect that we will win. You cannot translate, transform, nor nor communicate uh, that we're going to win this thing if you don't believe it. Uh, You can tell a leader who believes that we're winning, going to win this situation, and one who is just trying to get through the day. You've got to have a strong conviction, a strong resolve, and have a heart that truly expects that we will come out of these unstable conditions and we'll be better on the other side. And so you have to expect good outcomes yourself and then you have to let your actions match your expectations. You have to lead according to what you really expect to happen. Oh my goodness, I I want you to catch this. Uh, You can't say we're going to win if your head is bowed and you speak defeated. You must lift up your head and look your team in the eye and say, yes, these are unstable conditions. And yes, we have some challenging times. We're not denying the facts, but I want to let you know that in this instability, we will win. There is a resolve from a leader that says we're going to get through it, not because it's just going to happen, but we're going to be intentional. We're going to look at the facts and not get into the rumor mill. We're going to focus on what we believe. We're going to operate efficiently, and you're going to see me walking out that I expect us to win. And as a result, you'll walk out that you expect us to win. And then those who are following you will walk out that they expect us to win. So we've got to model expectancy. Let your actions, oh my goodness, match your expectations. And this is a challenge for us. Why? Because sometimes we really can't see how we win. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. And sometimes as a leader, we can be quite controlling and want to control the elements and the variables. And, and when you're in unstable conditions, you don't get to do that. So it, kind of, it can kind of take you off guard and, and allow you not to be so stable in what you believe. But you've got to check your belief system, go with your standard, go with your why, and then model this expectancy. And you've got to believe that you're going to be able to lead your team 
through this because you know that you're going to invest what it takes to get the education. You're going to invest what it takes to stabilize yourself. You're going to get the rest you need to be at your very best. You're going to do everything you can. And then when you go before the team, you will be ready to lead with conviction. Oh my goodness. Establish the facts. Step one. Step two, real versus rumor. Step three, operate efficiently. Step four is model expectancy. And step five is a, a signature statement that I use often uh, with my clients and my coaching uh, operation. I, I, this is something that I live by, and I've been sharing it with teams that I've led for nearly 20 years. And it's very simple. It's simply this. Step five is control the controllable. Control the controllable. And in order to, in order to really... Uh, actualize this as far as controlling the controllable, you have to first stop the worry about the things you cannot influence. You, you can't keep worrying about things that you cannot influence. If you can't change it, if you can't affect it, if you can't do anything uh, to, in, to move it one way or the other, if it's beyond your control, then you should not worry about it because there's nothing you can do about it. You become less efficient when you focus your time and energy on something else. When you focus your time and energy on something that you cannot change. Uh, It it would be like uh, going and talking to a brick wall and telling the brick wall, I need you to pick up, pick yourself up and walk over here and restack yourself. We know that we can knock the wall down and we can rebuild the wall, but we can't get the wall to walk over by itself. So for us to worry about something that we have no control over, no influence over, we can't lead it, then why are we investing our time in this process? It takes away from everything we've already established. If I can't control it, it, it's either a fact or it's a rumor, but either way, I can't control it. So I can't worry about those facts that I can't control. My belief system is something I can feed, I can change, I can grow, I can modify, spend time there, operate efficiently. That's something I can do. I can change that. I can influence that. I can change. Model expectancy. I can model expectancy because I can influence that. So those are things that I can control. So if you check it out, I've given you five steps. And the fifth step is inclusive of all the previous ones. I've given you things you can control. You can control whether you decide it's a rumor or a fact based on the education that you're willing to apply yourself to. You can uh, influence yourself and you can look at yourself and settle yourself on establishing or reaffirming your belief system. You can operate efficiently by the choices that you make and you can model expectancy by what you choose to believe and you can truly become efficient in this process and lead in an unstable environment when you learn to control the controllable, not to worry about those things you have no influence over, but rather to, 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 to not worry about them, but then have influence where you can. That's, that's, that's the conclusion. In order to lead in unstable conditions, you've got to influence where you can. My mentor, John Maxwell, says it like this. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And so if I'm able to influence, that's where I make a difference. That's how I lead in unstable conditions. I lead through influencing others in things that we uh, established that are facts. We focus on our belief system, our model, right? We operate efficiently and we, we model expectancy. 
and then we get through this crisis. So I just want to tell you today, I want to thank you for joining me on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne. Glad to be with you on today. I want you to know that you can lead successfully in unstable conditions. I believe in you. I know you can do it. Listen, I'm your coach. Look forward to seeing you on the next podcast, Speaking with One Voice. Like this broadcast, share this broadcast, subscribe to it. And if you want to be a guest, reach out to me, rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. And also, if you want to catch us uh, uh, again uh, on our website, rodneyrpayne.com, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, Listen, make it a great day. Live intentionally and lead well in unstable conditions. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. 